Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Slytherin. We are here no. with you on this Friday, and we're so glad you're joining us. Um, we have some dreams that we wanted to talk about. We were talking about this in depth today with the lovely Holly Roberts. I'm sure Mike, if he wasn't working in uh, the studio, would have been able to just chime in right along. So we'll definitely need to hear his thoughts about sourdough uh, dreams. I know you're like sourdough. Well, you know that I like to make sourdough. You know, Dawn loves to eat sourdough, as I'm sure Mike does as well. Who doesn't? Maybe there are people out there who don't. But um what that really means is, like, where do you want to, like, what's your inevitability? The like, dream if, to, re- where do you want to retire in the world? That's what we were really talking yeah, about. Yeah, so, like, you know, either you win the lottery or you've retired. <laughs> what is the new you going to look like in that stage of life? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. The sourdough component came because I was telling you guys that I watched this video and one day would like to find myself in a small Japanese village in the mountains mm-hmm. uh, with an old school bread oven mm-hmm. in a thatched cottage, yeah, baking bread for locals, and um, I'm going to chop firewood, yeah, and then I'm going to mix dough, and I'm going to bake bread, and people are going to roll up, and I'm going to give them bread, and they'll smile. Konnichiwa. And then I will sit down on a stump and watch the world go by in the mountains and not say and a drink word. some tea and not talk to anyone. <laughs> so that's my sourdough dream because I watched an actual video of a guy for 30 minutes. He's just this beautiful Japanese baker who lives in the mountains, allegedly has a family, but we won't deal with that. Yeah, it's his sister. Don has decided it's his sister because she doesn't want to think he's married because he's cute. But, um, but it's just 30 minutes of, like there's no there's he, no talking. He's no he's not nobody's talking. Oh. They're just filming his his week of like building mm. like cutting down the logs, building the fire, m- milling the flour, mixing the dough, shaping the loaves, baking the bread, selling it to locals and we were like, oh, what does that look like for you when you're, you know, 75, 65 Right now, if you win the lottery, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What you to Dawn, tell us? Where did you want to end up? I like. Would, what's your sourdough dream? My sourdough dream is to live in the Swiss Alps oh, in yeah. a village, and a village. I would like to have my Swiss cows grazing in the pasture, mm. and 
in my little home that has flower box windows, which this is very possible because all of this exists well, and there. I've been there. Yeah. So, um, and I, then I want to be up high on a path that tourists who want to hike will come up there. I want to make cheese. Okay. And make milk products like yogurt yeah. and cheese and have a little, a little storefront, like you said, people will come by. Have a table out there. Give them wine. I will and come my buy cheese. some of your cheese. Okay, and then whenever I'll bring you come some from bread. Japan, yes, I'll bring some bread. And well, then, by that time, Dawn, you know it'll be like supersonic. It's not going to take all day. We're I'll just teleport. Yeah, I'll just pop over. That's fine. So that is my dream. And then every year during the cow parade or the <laughs> desalp, and they'll call it the cool parade. Desalp. The um, when they bring the cows down and you put a big flower crown on their head and you bring all your cows down from the mountain into the little village and people watch it and then everybody celebrates the cows. That's it. But other than that, I'm not really I'm bartering cheese and I don't have to talk a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm here with you. I want to get to Mike's, too, but we've got Megan on the line. Megan, what's your sourdough dream, honey? Where are we going? I would like to go kind of towards Montana and be like a ski bunny, like God willing that my knees are healthy when I'm retired. Yeah. I would just love to live that life. I feel like a lot of people go towards warmth, but I think there's just something so relaxing about the quiet of a ski hill. And I just love that so much for myself and my journey in the future. And that's what I dream of. I love it. And Montana is so epically beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm I'm going in um, next week. I'm going to Big Sky in Montana to see. And it is just, it's just breathtaking. It's breathtakingly beautiful. And just just appreciate it. I just would love that for myself in the future. Oh, my gosh. Let's make it happen, Megan. Well, she is. She's going next week. Well, I mean, in the future. Okay. Like, we need to make make plans. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. Uh, We've got Janice on the line. Should we find out what Janice's sourdough dream is? Yes. Janice, honey, take us on a journey. Okay, so my sourdough journey, even though I don't bake sourdough bread. it's fine, honey. It's okay. um, I am an avid reader. I cannot go a day without having a book in my hand and reading. So for me... It would be, and if money was not an expense, mm-hmm. so I didn't care if I sold a book or not, is to have a bookstore oh. and find amazing books to read beyond the normal that you might find in, you know, like the the stores, just the something Bartonello. unique and older books and newer books and just talk books with people all day long. I That's love it. lovely. Do you know what city or if it's the country... I don't know, because you'd almost want to be close to where there's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. and yet it would be kind of nice to be in a rural area that maybe doesn't have access to that. So Mm -hmm. I would think in kind of a rural area, but I would stay in Minnesota. I'm a Minnesota girl, so I would definitely stay here, but maybe move to a rural area or farther up north. I'm not really sure. Janice, have you ever read Louise Penny's books? Do you know who she is? No, I have not. She's a Canadian author. She has a series of mystery novels. She writes all sorts of stuff, but she has a series of mystery novels, um, and it'll take you up into this beautiful part of Canada, but there's a little imaginary town that she created called Three Pines. But within that world that she lives, it is like kind of right up your alley. There is a woman who owns a bookstore, and all of the people in this tiny little town are kind of 
people who sort of escape big city life and are kind of like, like there's a person in a bakery, there's a person with a bookstore and it kind of just makes, it gives you all those warm and fuzzy. So I would highly recommend you dip into that world at some point. I will definitely. And you said her name was Louise Penny. Yep, yeah. It Louise looks like Penny. there's so many books. She's, She's got a tons. ton. Yeah. She's a great. Oh, read. amazing. I would. Cause that sounds like an ideal town oh, to me. So it is. To it definitely is. Check that out. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Janice. See, I could do this all day. Me too. Right? And there are like half a dozen. I gave you one. Yeah, I gave you one. One of my uh, sourdough dreams. I also would just like to be on a boat the entire rest of my life, going from port to port and exploring different parts of the world. Yeah. Or maybe a Caribbean island. Mike, what is your sourdough dream? Uh, I'll give you one. Uh, and this would be to own a cat cafe in Sundance, Wyoming. Oh, my oh! God! I didn't know you were a cat person, Mike. I've got a cat. I love cats. Yeah, they're the best. But it would just be fun. And again, I just picked a a city that's close to Deadwood because I love the Black Hills. I love the Deadwood vibe and the gambling and all that stuff. But at the same time... Of course he's liking the gambling. Well, of course. But then I love... But I always like... I always, whenever anyone asks about going back in time, I'm always like, I want to check out the Wild West. I don't know. I've always been fascinated by that. And then just the beauty of that area, like Cody, Wyoming. I know that's not really close to it, but just that whole vibe over there is just gorgeous. Is Deadwood where I'm thinking like the Annie, uh, what's her name? Bill, Wild Bill. Yep. And, Wild Bill Hickok. And, is that where this, yep. the cemetery is? Yep. Have you He's been up, up there, there on I that hill? Been. Yep. Absolutely. That is like the most beautiful part it of the is. world. I it? love the, yes, Ooh. the Black Hills are amazing. Ugh. So fun. My niece actually left her life in Kansas City and they moved to Wyoming and they're ranchers on this beautiful ranch in near Jackson, Wyoming. Yeah. Nice. And it's just like picturesque and peaceful and I'm I'm just like, oh, good for you guys. They bought an RV, sold their house, and just, you know, yeah. changed their life. Why oh. not? Life's short. All right. When we come back from our sourdough dreams to, well, we're going to come right to, back down to earth where celebrities are, well, just not being very nice to each other. And we'll find out why we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Hero. This time of year, all sorts of weird stuff can happen inside your house. Uh, and I don't just mean between you and your loved ones uh, because you're all have cabin fever from the weather. I am talking about things like heating, plumbing, electrical, your air ducts. In fact, I was just talking to my friend Sandy earlier today about air duct cleaning. And uh, she realized, in fact, the importance of air duct cleaning did not realize what a difference it can make. And that's one of the services that Hero offers. So if you've got questions about air duct cleaning, call my friends at Hero. If it comes to heating your home this time of year, I was telling her about a few of the things that Hero uh, taught us about the heating system in our home and how to keep our upstairs, for example, hotter, um, but doing so more efficiently. That's the kind of knowledge and expertise I have come to rely on with the team at Hero, and you can have that experience in your home, whether it's questions, problems, you name it. Call Hero.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Donna. My talk, 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Ooh, it's Devilly. It's we're doing a seance. Too sexy devil. I yes, can't. It's yes. not appropriate. <laughs> okay. All Shield right. your ears, children. That's right. Uh, so, Pink, has she's been making a lot of appearances. Yeah, uh, well, she, well, she's been out and about lately talking about stuff. Right, because she has an album. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, she was on the Howard Stern Show. And, you know, Howard loves to talk about Madonna. It's just been a topic. Well, yeah, she's been, you know. Around for a long time. So in his career, Madonna has been a big subject. So 
He's just talking to Pink about who she's met over the years, some of her musical heroes. And he asks the question, have you ever met Madonna? And this is what she said. Madonna doesn't like me. I don't know why. Why? Well, why wouldn't she like you? Some people just don't like me. How do you know she doesn't? I don't understand it. No, I do understand it. I'm a polarizing individual. But Madonna's a polarizing individual. She is, man. I loved her. Right. That's so sad. Well, I think that um, she tried to kind of play me on on Regis and Kelly, and I didn't. I'm not, you know, I'm not the one. So it didn't work out. What, What does that mean, Pink? she tried to play well it's just such a silly story because i actually i i love her no matter what like i i still love her i love her no matter what she was such an inspiration to me but it sort of got twisted around that i was like fangirling and and was dying to meet madonna when in actuality she invited me into her dressing room and so i just said a joke when regis brought me out he's like how does it feel to meet you like i mean i heard you're just falling over yourself backstage how does it feel i'm like i thought she wanted to meet me (laughs) <laughs> didn't work out. oh and that didn't work oh, out for so, us so she took that personally i wish you listen i got a surprise for you madonna's here and she's gonna fight you now. you're gonna go three rounds <laughs> i love him oh my god i, oh, love, I love the new howard uh, i just also love the like i love pink because again don't mess with pink didn't no, is this, this now the second opportunity we've given you this week to learn this valuable lesson right we talked about the lady marmalade video and how christina aguilera you know, basically said Pink was like heckling her. <laughs> she was like, look, shoot. I fight with words. Pink will fight with her fist. Right, right. Uh, so this story is interesting because um, then I found the clip of Madonna on Regis that day. Oh, okay. So I want to play you that. Okay. Yeah. Madonna, you know, we have this young singer Pink on the show. Very yeah. hot right now. Yes. She has never met you. We almost met, though. Yes, you almost met, but but you're her idol. Really? Gelman, the cell phone, can somebody handle that? Um, Do you mind? Would you like to meet her? She'd love to say hello, okay? Okay, My pleasure. Ladies, here's Pink. Madonna? Pink. Pink. Madonna. Okay. No, no. Jay, come here. Come here. You sit here. See, Pink. How you doing, baby? The same Madonna. look on her face, the same time you walked out here, it was that moment of, I can't believe Madonna is walking <laughs> towards me. I can't believe it. And you just had the same look. And you're a, a huge musical star in your own right, and, and, and you still get starstruck too? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, how, how, do you, how do you feel about me? I think you're great. <laughs> We'll talk about you later. Anyway, this is your idol Madonna right here. Yeah, I got sweat marks over here. All right, take it. Pink is going to come back and sing to us. Madonna, Mr. Apples is in the stores right now. Her book. So Madonna was on because she had a children's book called Mr. Peabody's Apples. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He called it hey. Mr. Apples is in the store right now. Mr. Apples! <laughs> and he also Gelman, get me a copy! <laughs> Gelman, can we do something about the cell phone? Pl- I mean, that cell phone was ringing for a while, I will just say. But okay, it's interesting. The reason why I brought it up is because the clip is I'm not understanding exactly what happened. Because in the clip, they bring Pink out. Pink is fangirling. Okay. So, but in the previous clip, she's saying I was, they made up this thing like I was. So my thought is maybe this is what happened. She met her in the dressing room Mm. because Madonna summoned her. Then when Madonna was out on the show, they set up that Pink would come out and do this to worship Madonna. Yeah. But she's like, okay, that's. Not like, you could totally see she, that to a producer being like, you know, you, this along. has to be a huge honor for you to be in front of Madonna because, you know, again, like whatever. I could totally see this happening. Right. Because and, Madonna's segment was first. I'm sure yeah. her people were like, yeah, she's going to well, be it's first. Madonna at 2000. You know, like, again, put it in the context of the time. You right. know, like I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I could totally see where in Madonna's people would yeah. be like, well, she has to have the best spot on the show. It was 2003. Mr. Apples is going to be a big deal. <laughs> I know. It's Madonna. 20 years ago this happened. So I'm just thinking maybe they set up that because Pink might not have known like she's just waiting backstage to go on, you know. So they brought her out and um, she didn't well, know. Just to perform, uh, a.k.a. perform, meaning act like, like she's pretend well, I mean, like she you. really does love Madonna. You heard it. But that wasn't what was happening backstage, I guess. So then when Pink actually came out on the show. She said those things. She's like, so um, how do you feel? And she's like, I thought she wanted to meet me. So she just plainly like made a joke about it and everything. But then Madonna was like, uh-oh, no. But when did that supposedly occur? So. You're so saying that, that happened on the air? Because that wasn't on the clip that we played. Right. It wasn't there. But on the air, she said the words, I thought she wanted to meet me. So but that's what Madonna she was telling left. Howard. Oh, I got it. So after, we're, so we're saying, in Regis okay, Land right now. Got it. So we, the thing we heard was Madonna before Pink came. They brought Pink out first to meet Madonna. So, but I can see how that seems like a hilarious joke. Like, oh, I thought she wanted to meet me. Wink, wink. Yeah, because it really was like set up. Yeah. But I could also see it coming off poorly. And then Madonna is Madonna. Yeah. And Madonna's also like... We are just predisposed to believe that two very successful women at different stages in their career are clearly going to hate each other's guts and want to destroy each other. We are conditioned to think that way when maybe absolutely 100% that wasn't true or maybe it was. I mean, I don't know. Pink's saying she hates me. She doesn't like me because of this thing 20 years ago. Yeah. But like maybe she read, read it wrong, right? Yeah. I I don't know. We'll see if Madonna reaches out to Pink. Well, look, there are all sorts of people who have had feuds with Madonna. That's, yeah. And feuds with Pink. Uh, well, yeah, based on. But then you wonder how much of it is like, I don't know, self mm, self-generated, right? Like if you're going to carry that around as part of your personality, don't you have to kind of make that happen? Feed it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. What do you think? 
I think when you read the story, what did you think? I think that um, Madonna probably is still mad at her, like because she'll banish people from her kingdom, right? And then it's like I don't know you yeah. anymore. So that probably did. I happen. think all the world is a pawn in Madonna's world. Yeah, as far as she's concerned. In her mind. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that story, Don. When we come back from Pink and Madonna to Slick Coffee, what? We're going to try something weird when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hi, talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I am on a dental journey. Would you like to come along with me? Maybe you've got questions. In fact, somebody stopped me in the hall earlier today and was like, I got questions for you about implants. I had to to um, clarify what kind of implants they were talking about, but then realized they meant dental implants because I'm getting a dental implant from my friends at Dakota Dental. I had an issue with a front tooth that cracked and the crown came out and it wasn't repairable. So turns out implant, best option. Guess what? It's a process, a multi-step process, but they fully explained how it works, laid out um, you know, exactly what to expect, what to ask questions about. And now I know in a couple weeks, I'm headed back to Dakota to finish up that dental implant process. And I could not be more pleased with the entire journey. You're going to love going to Dakota Dental, whether it's a regular checkup, cleaning, or even an implant. If you got questions or you want to make an appointment, call dakotadental.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Lori and Julia here. We're already fighting. My top oh, one seven one everything spouse. entertainment. Bradley was just aggressive for me for no reason. <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh, so was my here boss. we go. <laughs> it's time for food porn. Food porn. <laughs> Do you want some shrimp nibblers, Dawn? Would you like some don't. moist potato chips? No, I don't Topped want moist. With a drizzle. Topped with a crispy drizzle. I have to take my headphones drizzle. off, you guys. I'm blushing. Ooh, is that where you're going to start? <laughs> do Taking that. off your headphones? <laughs> What's next? Oh, well, you guys, it's Food Porn Friday yes. is probably not going to garner as many complaints as Rihanna's Super Bowl performance did, but we, we might that. get one or two, we and can? here's why. Oh. We are going to try something that we told you about earlier this week. Uh, a little thing that Starbucks is introducing first in Italy. Uh, with the aid of the lovable olive, a.k.a. olive oil coffee, uh, they're calling their series Oliato. <laughs> Cafe Oliato. And I thought, this is vile, and why Aww. anybody would want to put an oil slick in their coffee cup makes no sense to me. Dawn, uh, however, and Mike, you both have experienced bulletproof coffee. It seemed reminiscent of that, which is just butter mm-hmm. in coffee. I think a, why, do call, why do they call it bulletproof? I don't know. I'm I, sure I that some bu- hipster will give you okay. chapter and verse about why it's superior. That's okay. We won't, don't want to get off on that train. But, uh, well, they get off on that coffee. So yeah. <laughs> we get uh, on the train. We are going to get off on, on uh, olive oil in our coffee in a moment. Woo-woo. I've got a fresh pot of coffee brewing. Uh-huh. And I have squeezed the little juices. You know, technically, olive oil is juice. It's not an oil. Olive juice. Because it's like pressed from olives. That's true. A little juice from olive. Anyway, um, so I brought some olive juice from my uh, my um, giant jug of Costco <laughs> olive oil at home. Okay, now I have a question. Yeah. You really glazed over this part. Okay. But you said you're making a fresh pot of coffee. Is that because they're 
Yeah, Nobody because somebody made killed coffee. the coffee. Okay, thank you, Galman. Sorry, I'm just doing Regis. But there, all day. what you're saying is that there wasn't coffee available for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because the ambassador of coffee drinking decided to stop it. Whoever drank the last bit said, "We're cutting off coffee for the day." Yeah, somebody decided. I don't that we think didn't anyone anymore. should drink any more coffee, so I'm not going to make a new pot. Yeah, and they sound just like that. I don't know who that is, by the I don't way. Either. But I hope they're not. Listening. I've never seen them, and that's why we're blaming just an imaginary person. <laughs> now, will you? While we're waiting, and our good friend Grant is going to bring us the fresh brewed coffee. I have my Juggo olive oil. Did you ask Lori and Julia if we could borrow Grant? Because uh, no! sometimes, look, girl, come on in, come on in, Grant, and don't try to start any drama, Don. I'm not trying to start drama. I'm just saying sometimes. Did you know ca- what she said? You're she a goes, kept man. Did you ask Lori and Julia? If we could borrow you. Don't you have to ask nobody. Grant, thank you for bringing this in. I will always be there if you need me. Oh, thank oh. you. How much, this how, is really heating up in oh, here. You guys were doing weird, sexy voices about the uh, slick coffee. Now Grant's saying he's always going to be there for me. We're going to have some olive oil in our coffee. Dough. Very nice. <laughs> how much How much should I drizzle in your coffee? Are dough? you going to administer it? Yeah, I'm going to set it up for each of us. Okay. And then... Uh, well, let me see your spoonful. Well, no, I'm asking you. How much do you think we should put I in? I want two... I want um, three of those things. Or is that too much? You want three? Three teaspoons or okay. whatever, All right? right. Or just three. maybe just, how One. about two? Uh, okay. Just two, because you made a face and Mike laughed. <laughs> I can't see his face. <laughs> okay. I laughed at his face. That's the only thing I was laughing at. Okay. Mike, how many do you want? I I'm think we should do the yours. same, or I should do okay. the same, so we have a good yeah. Two, three. Yeah. Compared to. Yeah. Grant. All right, give that to don't 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 try it yet, Don. But Grant's going to bring that over oh, to you. Oh, thank you. And then I will try. We're going to get FCC complaints about this. Why? Oh yeah, because Remember, it's so it's worse than the Super vile. Bowl performance. Uh, it might be actually. Okay, so now I'm. It it does mix rather well. It emulsifies. Okay, Look at how if you would pretty bring it is. I'm going to take to a Mike again. We're trying olive oil in Thanks, coffee Grant. because that's what Starbucks says is the future. And while it came to Italy first, it's so glittery. I'm mixing it... it up thoroughly. Ooh. Did you take a picture? Good, because we need some socials. Look at this. And uh, he's now delivered the coffee to each of us. I have stirred up my own. Oh, it is pretty. Isn't Remember, I told it? you it was like you're in the quantum realm. That's what I it's said back so when we talked about beautiful. this story. It's so gorgeous. Well, That's what the butter get a does. Picture too. of Bradley in the background. I think it'll look beautiful. It's not going to taste beautiful. How do you think th- this is going to go? I think this is, you're really going to taste the olive oil. Okay, I'm going to let you go first, on. Okay, I think so my this lips is will be greasy after this. Cafe de olive oil. Okay. Cafe, cafe de olive Okay, oliato. I can smell it. Whoa. Okay, maybe I need to mix it a little more. Let me stir it because... It's separating, kind of like there's definitely, and oh, um, it's definitely olive oil forward. Mike, do you want to try yours Absolutely. while she's stirring? Here we go. Okay, Mike is gonna suck down a little bit of coffee and olive oil. It looks like broth, honestly. Okay. Like when I make my bone broth, it's a little darker. You don't talk about that. You won't believe Why? it. Yeah. It tastes like coffee with olive oil. Does it really? <laughs> like the aftertaste just tastes like olive oil, and uh, mm. yeah, it's it's. I, I mean, Dawn yeah, is getting right. she's she's thinking. She looks very Jennifer Coolidge right it's now. A lot better than the orange oh, juice. That's her for eyes sure. are guys, like closed. Oh God, she's. Um, I'm I'm thinking I want to snorkel today. Okay, well, well, you are on the uh, Malfi coast. What do you think? Actually, the Sardinian coast. Um. 
It's rich. It's very rich. Okay, you two talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I'm in a sample. I think we may have went heavy on the olive oil. No, I screwed maybe. it up, didn't I? I think if we went like half of what we did. Mm, do you think that we can go, that we can try it again? You can add more, I'm do, sure. Add more coffee. That's what you would do. I would add more coffee, yeah. You know what's it's interesting? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not that bad. Mm-mm. It's rich. Now, my lips are oily. Yeah, I've got greasy lips. Greasy. I like the word greasy, by the Grease. way. <laughs> but if you suck in some air. Yeah, you can smell it. It Okay, here's what I will say of nice the bouquet. coffee and olive oil experience. Oh, God, it's like peppery, though. There's a peppery back finish. Okay, do me a favor. Yeah. Do what I just did. Do the, like, suck in some air. And you're going to get pepper in the back of your throat. So it's it's got that oh, yeah. olive oil finish. Why did that make that? That's true. <clears throat> You're aspirating because olive oil has like peppery notes, right? Yeah. This one is obviously very peppery with the coffee. I don't know if which is which, but that was not a good sensation. It's fine. Don't put it down. I like it. Don't I like put how it down. It is. This is what I want to eat it with a croissant. Why? Because the. Croissant is buttery and this is not this something is like a good with a breakfast uh, pastry. Uh-oh. This is not something that I would ever ask for. Would you dip a piece of sourdough bread? Zero in Zero chance. Mike. Oh, for sure. And I did have some <laughs> I did have some uh, some coffee in here and I added a little bit more to it. Did you really made a big difference? Oh, yeah, I think oh. we just went too, of we went too heavy. Doo-doo. You well, would you would ask for this, Mike? Why did I, don't think I, I decide how many? You know, I go overboard on most things. You wanted three teaspoons. I had. I, if anything, I would have put a whisper. I would have put like half true. a teaspoon in here. I'll you know, I my, went over on the snow prediction, twenty six inches, and then I put too much oil in yeah, here. We, I'll just stick with a little dollop of of butter. That's okay. Oh God, you guys, this is so Dollop's. gross. You t- well, also, I will say the coffee quality is bad. <laughs> This is not the world's best coffee, right? To begin with, but like when you just take a sip, oh god, no! I keep getting pepper How in the back. How much did you put in? How much same oil? Thing. Same, the same thing. Each one. Okay. Do you want me to go get another more no. coffee for us to mix? It's in? not going to make it any better. It is not going to make it. better. I don't mind it because but... I guarantee you the oil is just sitting at the top, and mm-hmm. so every bite is just going to be. That's why I had to mix it again. An you have oil to, slick. You have to continuously mix. Oh well, that's that's convenient. I it's can't soothing, wait. It's though. I just want a cat on my lap. Okay, and I zero just... to five. <laughs> Out of the best, five being the best coffee experience you've ever had in your life. Oh. Zero being complete and utter gas station, cold gas station coffee that's been sitting in your car overnight. Okay. Oof. Where do you, where is do it, you come down? I don't like the five range. Can we, we do one to ten? No, it's zero to five. This is what we always do. You do zero to ten, I'll divide it by two, and we'll be fine. <laughs> well, then you won't be able to. Okay, uh, 2.5. I was going to say 2.1. <laughs> you guys are drunk. 2.1 is worse than 2.5. Half. Okay, fine. What Not do you good. say? One point. I don't want to give it any, but I will. I don't do know zero? why I feel like I have to give it anything. I don't have to give it anything. You don't have to do anything. Zero. 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 It's just as bad, if not worse, than cold. Yes, and here's why. I don't want pepper in my coffee. I'd rather drink cold gas station coffee than this. What if you had a choice to, you can't have any coffee at all, ever, well, or just drink this? of course I would this. drink that. Oh, you would? Yeah, okay. but I would also well, lick not coffee zero. grounds. Oh, 
my God. I would put them in my mouth and chew them and then hope to get coffee with my own saliva. Oh, my. Wouldn't you? Hope to get coffee with your own saliva? I would. No, no. Absolutely not. I would. No. I need that caffeine. I have eaten those, the I am beans, a though. Caffeinated drug addict. Okay. Do you feel like that's a good thing? No. All right. One sc- yeah, no, I need coffee every day. One scale I will say is that the orange juice coffee, I immediately threw away when the segment was done. I'm going to finish this. Are you really? Yeah. Okay, so it's, well, oh, it's look, I no said- shame in that game. I appreciate yeah. that you guys are being honest and thoughtful. And I, you know what? Here's what I will say if I'm going to be kind. Um, I bet Starbucks will taste better than this. For sure. So they obviously are not going to sell something that tastes like this. No, right? no. But so... But- with Starbucks, there are different flavors of oil that they're doing, right? It's, it's not just olive, olive oil. oil in the coffee. Really? No, it's olive oil, and then they have like an olive oil latte. So the latte oh. presumably will have milk and olive oil. How are they going to froth it with oil in there? It's not going to froth up. I don't know, girl. You'll okay. Have to, you'll have to go by the uh, reserve. Oh, here's what I have to do. I have to go to Italy, yep. and the station's going to pay for it. Don't you feel like so Italians are laughing at this? They're like, olive oil? Why would we put that in coffee? Aren't they doing it in Italy, though? Like, that's where they're Starbucks starting Starbucks is doing Starbucks it in Italy. Starbucks in Italy. That's why we're talking about this. Yeah. But, um, so, surely they got some intel over there and thought, is this going to work? It just seems like Taco Bell in Mexico City. I just don't feel like there are a lot of people in Mexico <laughs> yes. City that are like, you know what we need? Taco Bell. We need Americans to tell us how to eat tacos. Yes. <laughs> and I think the Italians are like, we don't need Starbucks as hipster and forward thinking as they have been in some areas mm-hmm. telling us how to drink coffee. Yeah. But maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, hey, look, thank you guys for being good sports. Thanks and, for uh, I didn't get up or do anything. I was welcome. all given to me. So you're I welcome. like this trend. Let's keep it. Well, up. you got a snow yesterday for country or oh, that's uh, right. for country snow cones. I'm going to flush this down the toilet. And when we come back. <laughs> don't. Do that. Dawn is going to tell us about Ellen Barkin's Merkin. What? We'll be right back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything. Olive, olive oil in your coffee. I just had an olive oil burp. It was not cute. You did? Yeah. Well, you sneezed, and I thought it was going to be a bad experience, also. No, we it was just, fine. If you just joined us, we did the uh, Starbucks in Italy. They're starting their first. They're doing olive oil in coffee. Oletto is what they're calling it. So we just tried some. It yeah. wasn't great. Yeah, no, it, wasn't. it wasn't bad, but it wasn't Mike's great. Mike's finishing his, though. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Almost done with it. He's a trooper. Okay, so this story you want to talk isn't about as American. pleasant, but we do need to talk about it just because it's just shocking, the misogyny that is in Hollywood, the sexism, the harassment that has gone on for years. Ellen Barkin was interviewed by the Huffington Post, and she wanted to talk about these things with them. You know, she revealed that when she was making her 1989 thriller, Sea of Love, um, that director Harold Becker allegedly ripped off her Merkin during the filming of a nude scene. Do you want to tell people what that is? Yes. A Merkin is a loincloth garment that serves as a pubic wig for actors to wear during nude scenes. So... It's sort of like an extra layer of protection to the audience. It looks like that's you, but really it's kind of like a little hair bikini. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing a I little can think modesty of. panel. Yeah. And with it, hair. I'm sure being nude on set, it's unless you're completely comfortable with your body and you were raised on a hippie commune, 
you're probably going to be embarrassed in front of crew and people. You're going to yeah. have to get over some hurdles. It's not even just being embarrassed. You just, just have boundaries. Right, right. It's just like you yeah. don't no, – people normally don't want to be nude in front of their coworkers, number yeah. one. Number two, strangers like crew members. And then at the same time, you have to act. It has to be really uncomfortable, not something I could ever, ever do. But I do respect people who can get through that for the sake of making art. Sometimes I'm like, did they need to be nude in this? I don't think so. But anyway, it happened in that movie. The director, Harold Becker, he was mad at her, and he walked up to her, she says, rips off the merkin, taking some of her own hair with him. Ow. And because it's glued on, you know, and he said, what do you need this for? Nobody's looking at you. And she added that well, apparently Hollywood he was because he grabbed her merkin and ripped it off. Well, that seems like sexual assault, if you ask me. Totally. Yeah, totally. And um, then she said Hollywood made her feel so powerless that the answer back then was just you do nothing. You don't do anything. You just do what the director tells you to do. And you take abuse like that. Oh, I'm sure. Um, now, it was a very difficult scene, she said, uh, when she was nude on set. Her co-star in the film was terrified by that behavior. Now, they uh, say in this this piece here that uh, it co-starred Al Pacino and John Goodman. So they were terrified by his behavior. And I'm sure really felt for her. But did either of them go, hey, don't do that to her? They didn't because at the time in 1989, you just didn't do that. And everything was accepted. So Variety... Uh, reached out to Harold Becker's representative for further comment, and they did not reply. Um, So that is a terrible story. And then she goes on to say in this interview that um, she was a series regular on TNT's Animal Kingdom. Hmm, And this is a recent show. This is from 2016 to 2019. Okay. And um, I've seen it on streaming now, I think. uh, And I'm like, oh, what's that? You know. I have no idea what the show is. If you've ever watched it, please, you know, let us know. Send us an email on our website and tell us what you think of it. You might change your mind, though, because she said that she had been asking to leave that show for years. Um, It was not pleasant. It was not a pleasant place to work. She said, I want to talk about treating women disrespectfully. Men used to come in my trailer and just scream at me. How's that? With me pushing them out the door saying, get out of my trailer. That's what it was like for me to go to work. She was like, wow, I hate these men. Most of them are just like little boys. Um, And so that was just 2016 through 2019. Oh, yeah. That just happened right before the pandemic. That's right. So imagine like she is a huge celebrity to most of us. She's up there in the, you know, just. Hollywood royalty of of great actors. Did she write a book or like what? Where does this come from? It comes from because she is making a guest appearance on Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leone's murder mystery series, Poker Face. Oh yeah, Peacock. Poker Face for sure. So you know they talked to her about that, and then so she's doing press for that. She is doing press for that, but then they also wanted to know if she'd ever experienced anything, and and you know they had probably heard that she went through some things, and so she was very open in talking about it. The reason why it shocked me so much is that, you know, well, the the 1989 thing with the Merkin, I was, it's not excusable at all, but I understand that 
it just wasn't acceptable for you to fight back for yourself, which is so sad. And I'm so glad that the Me Too movement has brought all of these things to attention. And now women feel like they can speak out. Yeah, people have some sense of power. Because if that didn't happen, she wouldn't have talked about this ever. So I'm so glad that everyone's like, I'm going to tell a story. You want to hear this? It's just horrifying, you know? Oh, for sure. And I just like, yes, you basically were abused and assaulted on a set. Um, and other people were forced to just watch it happen, or they felt like they were. And I want these people to be accountable for their actions. Well, and, you know, by telling a story, it's about the most accountability you're going to be able to get, I imagine, because I uh, don't know that she would be able to make an actual legal claim just because it was so many years ago. But I will say it's not for nothing that she has the floor and sharing these stories vocally, which is probably part of the impetus for her to do so, right? Like, you get the chance to use your voice, to hopefully account for what happened, but also maybe give some power and some strength to people in that position today? Absolutely. Yes, because I doubt if anything like that um, would go down on a set now. Well, and if it did, there would be consequences relatively immediately, I would imagine. Right. Because I don't think for one minute that people's behavior has changed. I think, uh, well, the possibility for people's behavior to change exists. However... I would not be surprised if things like this continue to happen. The difference is that there are people willing to speak out or speak up or to not allow that to continue without calling it out. And studios certainly are far more willing, at least uh, there have been examples where studios have been willing to step in and take people off projects. Now, there's still a lot of work to be done in Hollywood, uh, a.k.a. Green Lantern. Yeah. Meaning you have a star, right? You yeah. have a star who's behaving terribly. Are you talking you, about, I'm sorry, not Green about Lantern, Flash. Flash, Flash. I'm like, Green Lantern Green wasn't, yeah. I get my superheroes no, 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 mixed no, no. up. I, yeah, I but knew what the, you the Flash film for is a just a glaring example of like, yeah, some things change, but many things don't. And Hollywood is clearly far more concerned with the bottom line than people being victims of assault. That is absolutely At least true. In that case. Because that movie, just so to catch you up, you know, Ezra Miller... They are problematic. Uh, They've made some bad choices where they've been arrested. And it's just such a shame that the studio is going forward with this, knowing their history. But they filmed the movie. And not just history. History makes it sound old. This was like all contemporaneous stuff after the film actually was already made. Right. And they don't want to lose money. Exactly. It comes down to money. But thanks to Ellen Barkin, hopefully things will be easier for people to speak up, or mm-hmm. at least it will be more, um, pe- more people will be willing to listen. When we come back, we are going to continue talking about Hollywood and movies, though. This time, good decisions that somebody in Hollywood is making. And we'll tell you what those are when we return right here on My MyTalk 1071.